bit of a behind the scenes stuff here. We um, People may not be aware that we do stream this. We've been doing it for the last, I don't know what, 10 shows or something maybe? Maybe, maybe a few mm. less than that. Um, but we stream it live on uh, Twitch. But it's very much under the radar because it's only ever posted in the Discord server. Whereas last minute today I thought, let's just put it on Twitter and see what happens. And literally nothing's happened. <laughs> Um, we've, we've got two people in the room. One of them is Louise Finlay, Finlay rather, who is actually a Discord member and has been on the show herself a little while ago now. Um, and possibly Phil, I think, who may still be on, on there as well. So we have a, a grand total of two audience members. I'm just looking on your Twitter feed. The reason nothing's happened is because nothing... Oh, no, it is. It's there. It is there. A... It's definitely there. Oh, hello. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I've only got 1,500 followers on Twitter. Maybe that's why. And yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit awkward now, isn't it, really? They'll all come flooding in soon, I'm sure. They'll, they'll, the door will kind of bust open uh, while we're mid-flow. But, um, well, you, it, it's been seen by 11 people. Oh, well, there you go. Then Who all, who all opted not to get involved. So Check out my Cheer. reach. <laughs> <laughs> Countdown to Elon Musk coming into, into the room, I think. That'd be a laugh, wouldn't it? Um, what's happened, Rob, in the last two weeks since we last spoke? Anything? Uh, I don't know. Not off the top of my head. Well, I mean, there's been loads of little bits and pieces. Well, nothing Phone 2 launched. I don't know it if we want to jump straight into that. Maybe save that for later. Uh, let's, save it for, let's leave it as a cliffhanger, because I think we've, we've probably both got a lot to say about that. Mm. Uh, you've, I think you've definitely got a lot to say about it. Um, but yeah, let, let's leave that as a... It's a cliffhanger for later. Something, something that did happen in the last two weeks is that all the reviewers got their Pixel Folds in the UK uh, all at once on the same day, I think, um, and about three or four weeks after the, the US folk. So um, there was this kind of deluge of people like myself hitting Instagram with a really hastily put together short saying, look, we're, we're working on the, on the review. <laughs> Give us time. Because it arrived when everything else was happening as well. Um, in fact, I didn't. I think I did. I show the box last time. Did I show the, the big G, big G box that's behind me somewhere? Uh, I can't remember if you showed it on here, but you did do a short. I think I've, so. I have seen, I have seen your big box. You've seen my big box. It's huge, isn't it? <laughs> this is definitely one for the Twitch stream. All two people who are watching. But um, <laughs> what's really funny is that, I, like you said, I did this short form uh, video about this. It, basically, when when Google sends review units out, they they do something quite interesting with the packaging to to encourage you to unbox it and do something with it. Um, and this is definitely the most elaborate one yet. It's like for, for those who can't see this, it's like a a box with a great big G on it. And if you kind of open the the lid, it kind of opens up splits in half and reveals, if it was in there, would reveal the uh, the pixel fold. And um, what's been hilarious is that since I pu- published published that, um, that that little short form video, You've several broken people... broken it. I've broken it. Broken fold? No, I haven't. No, I'll come on to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not yet, anyway. Um, no, what's been really hilarious is people think this is the retail packaging. So people have been oh, saying, right. come on, Google. It's 2023. Shouldn't be wasting packaging like that. Right. No, there's a, there's a drawer in it. So I, I, I even showed this in the video. There's a drawer at the bottom with the actual box in it. But um, that's the internet for you. So yeah, that's the box, not the retail box. And I haven't broken what was, it. What was the phone that had the really wacky AR box? Do you remember that a while back? I do. Uh, which one was it? Oh, what was it? Did, did I? I didn't. I didn't have it. Did I? I don't think I did. Was it one of the pixels again? Possibly. Don't no, no. I can't remember. But it was like you know you you. you was it Oppo? Yeah. The, was it Oppo? Oppo? I'll find out. I'll stick it in the show notes. But yeah, just I think last year there was just a, a, a box that was you know fairly elaborate. But yeah, if you if you viewed it through the promotional app, this was for reviewers. It had you know whirring cogs and stuff going on inside it it was really cool so so the internet doesn't like doesn't like google's packaging for reviewers no it thinks yeah it's that's just the internet for you but um but no i've got it i've been using it for the last two weeks and i'm think i'm one of the few people who, ha- who hasn't broken it so far <laughs> um i jest i mean it, 
in in the show notes, you, well, in the the show outline, you've put three links to three articles, haven't you? One one from Ars Technica, Android Police, and The Verge, all three of whom have experienced varying issues with the uh, the, the the big foldable display, haven't they? Hmm. Oh, it's, it's got an, an Achilles bezel, hasn't it? Apparently. But again, I haven't experienced that yet. And I should say as well, I took it with me to the Lake District uh, this week and it came on one of the most kind of brutal hikes I've done at this time of the year in terms of weather. Stuffed it in, the, in my pocket, in this little waterproof pocket, which wasn't that waterproof. Um, and it followed me all the way around Coniston, up the old man, excuse the phrasing of that. <laughs> um, and Bow fell in all sorts of places. And it, it survived that. And... and I guess there's a lot of water and grit involved in doing those sort of expeditions. And, um, well, it's early days, but it's, it's fine. It's, it's yeah. So, fine. I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe it varies from it may, may, maybe the, the, the tolerances on, because <clears throat> my understanding is that there is a sort of a, a, a layer of plastic protection over the, the very delicate bendy glass display gubbins. And around the edge of that plastic protector is about what you know one millimeter clearance. And if you, the point of that plastic protection is to shield the delicate, very thin glass that tops the display gubbins yep. from grit and you know just specks of stuff that might find its way sandwiched between the two halves of the display when it's closed. So my understanding is that if you get a bit of grit on that like one millimetre of gap that isn't protected by the plastic, the display is knackered. It's curtains. Yeah. How's yours looking? Fine. It looks perfectly No, but I mean, in terms of can you, can you see the very <laughs> slight gap looking. between the, the plastic protection and the, the display itself? If it's there, it's incredibly slight. I can't really see anything there, personally. Um, so, so it's around the border. Yeah, it looks completely flat to me. Again, I'm, I'm looking at it in a fairly dark room, but um, I don't know. I mean, like I say, mine, mine hasn't done that yet. I have put it through a few few things, but... Um, okay, so, we'll so you haven't broken it, but how, no. how is it to use? How have you been getting on with it? It's great. Well, I suppose by the time this uh, podcast goes out, the review won't be live, actually. It's going live on Saturday afternoon, so I won't give away everything. But um, it, the issue with this is, forgetting the the, you know, the, the display things for the moment, it's the price. You know, 1700 1800 quid, depending on which one you go for. Um, it's just ridiculously expensive. So you have to really, 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 really want this to begin with. Um, mm -hmm. If you do really, really, really want it, if you really want a foldable phone from Google, then you'll be you'll be absolutely delighted with it because it's a superb device. I think it's got the best camera. I think personally out there, um, the display, even though it does have those great big bezels, which are a bit big. Although the the reason that they're that they are that big is because they've got this again that hinge is much thicker. You can probably see there much thicker than the one on the uh, the Z Fold Four. Mm -hmm. It kind of carries on as a bezel around the screen. So I can see why yeah, it it's like that. Doesn't allow it to fold completely flat, though, does it? It's nope. like 179 degrees. That would boil my piss, Mark. I couldn't deal with that. I mean, I you've got the, you've got the the bulge in the middle when you you know the, where the bit folds. You know, I'm not a fan of that anyway. And now that that would upset me every time I look at it. So if I just do this for the rest of the podcast, <laughs> just why? Why would you do that? <laughs> You know how I feel. I mean, certainly the the the, cre the crease, the bulge, whatever, whatever you want to call it. For me, it's um, I can look past it. I've, I've used these devices quite a bit now, and I don't really notice it. It's a, it's a bit like the notch. It's a bit like the, the MacBook notch for me. I just don't get too fussed about it. Um, and that the fact it doesn't lie flat on the table is a bit annoying. But again, I don't use it like that. I, I hold it in my hand, so. I don't really notice it. Um, but these are all compromises, aren't they? They're all compromises of this technology. Um, yeah. It's just a bit early for it unless you've got shed loads of money and you really, really want a Google 
folding phone. I don't know how many people fall into that bracket, really. But like I say, if you do, you're going to be happy with this, providing you don't get grit under the screen, if that really is a, a widespread problem. Um, yeah. It's lovely. Well, I, I, I like that there's a, there's a viable alternative to Samsung's effort and exactly. the fact that they've, they've, they're bringing something new to the table because it's a bit wider, so you can use the front on its you own. You which me. is. This kind of gives away the thing about the video, really. But the, the, the oh. weirdly, the, defi- the, the, the defining feature of this phone is that front display. It's, no, it's got nothing really to do with the internal display because that is, that's the, the big feature. It's got this great big display inside. But that is fairly useless if the, if the display on the front is pretty much unusable. And the Z Fold 4, as much as I love that phone, is very frustrating to use on that very narrow front display uh, this isn't but it does a better job when you've opened it up so one ui much as i'm not a fan of one ui does a better job of scaling apps up to use the available space which yeah, that one doesn't no you're quite right and and i was going to say actually the reason i was going to bring that up bring that up is because that the it feels like like a, a spiritual successor to the surface duo from a few years back. Do you remember yeah, the Microsoft Surface Duo? Well, yeah. Obviously, it, that, that was foldable, but not in this sense because it was two separate displays. But that also suffered from not necessarily being able to scale up apps to make the best use of those dual displays when you had it unfolded. Mm. So I'm sure they'll fix that in time. But um, yeah, they're asking a lot of money for a, a, a less than perfect experience currently, in my opinion. Yeah, you have to be a fan, basically. But the front display is brilliant. I'd, I'd quite happily have a phone like that. The, the mm. only downside of that for the Pixel Fold is the fact you forget the Fold is there. <laughs> you get so used to using that display that you kind of have to remind yourself to use the bigger one, which you don't with the Z Fold 4 because that has a an inadequate front display. So again, it's all compromises, isn't it? It's, it, it's all these decisions that these manufacturers are making. Um mm. Did you, see the, 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 did you see the patent that Apple filed recently? Missed that. What was it? So Apple, and you, you can't read too much into this because Apple obviously patent, filed thousands of patents every year, but uh, it's recently been uncovered that, that, that they've patented a, a rolling, a rollable display. So in the future, you might have a, uh, an iPhone that you, uh, that you roll up into a tube. A rolling iPhone. That'd be interesting, yeah. wouldn't it? <laughs> That's going to be the iPhone 28, though, isn't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> I was going to say, we've got three people in the room now. Uh, we're, oh, so well, Nick's, Nick's on board. Hello, Nick. Hi, Nick. Yeah, three people. And uh, they, I can only assume that Twitter has, ju- has just buried that tweet because it's got an external <laughs> link in it. That's, that's all it is. That's, uh, the, that's yeah. the reason. Yeah. Uh, sorry, you were going to say. Nick's picturing a yoga mat iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> That feels very Tim, doesn't it? Yeah. I can see that. So, yeah, well, while, while, while we're in Pixel land, have you got any sort of updates on the tablet, life with the tablet? With the not really. Thing? Yeah, not, not mass, nothing terrible. It's more the case that it, it is just a very good home assistant for what we use it for. I think because we had such that, that terrible experience with, with Siri, I think uh, both of us were, were in need of a a holiday from Siri, and um, this has been the perfect thing for that, really. And it just works, really. I think what's going to be interesting as time goes on is how much we don't use it as a tablet, because to date, we haven't used it as a tablet at all. So if that continues, then that that's interesting, I think, because um, there's lots more cheaper alternatives to, you know, to, to this for what it's doing, really. Um, but it is nice to have that display. Jen keeps saying, oh, I keep seeing really lovely photos on there. And um, that is, it's quite nice. If I'm away, so I've, I've been doing quite a bit of traveling recently because I'm, I'm, I tend to be using a Google phone a link to Google Photos. I'm taking photos of stuff while I'm out and about and she's seeing it appear on, on the tablet, which is quite nice. Um, but yeah, nothing really to update, you know, Google Assistant is is really good. We've had no issues with that. It, it understands what a timer is, um, which is all we need, really. And, yeah, it, it can hear you. The speaker, I think I mentioned this last time, the speakers aren't great. I do miss the um, the HomePod sound in the kitchen, but that's to be expected. It's a, it's a very different unit. 
But yeah, I mean, are, are you are you not tempted? He's still pretty much on the the side of not getting it. Just uh, just there's too many. It was too expensive for a start, and um, I also don't think I would use it as a tablet. So I would be if I were going to get a Google Smart Speaker, I would probably get the Nest Hub Max. Yep, I think that's a good shout. I think that's what, what we would need, really. I think if I hadn't been given this by Google, which, you know, hands up I was, um, that's exactly what we, we would need, really. Yeah. But you've got a bunch of other cool stuff as well. As I noticed on your wrist there, what are you wearing there? What's, what are you, what's Mark wearing on his wrist this week? <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a Garmin Phoenix, let me get this right, Phoenix 7 Pro Solar, I think. Um which is this here. Again, this isn't very, it's a bit visual for a, an audio podcast, but um, our massive audience on Twitch can see this. So yeah, it's basically, I, I reached out to Garmin and said, look, I'd love to try one of your watches against the, the Ultra just to see if I can um, tear myself away from, from the Apple Watch for a little while. And they said, yeah, give this one a go, basically, and um, sent it out. And it's really good. It's great. Um, it has about 16 days of battery life from a single charge, which is nuts um <laughs> i tracked uh, uh, the entire hike in the lake district oh what's this oh show me that in a minute um in in the lake district i i oh, you've got oh you've got snoopy haven't you doesn't have snoopy though does it no it hasn't got snoopy unfortunately <laughs> we'll come on to that actually um but yeah so it tracked an entire hike in the lake district which was about 13 kilometers or something and it wiped four days off the battery life but it still had nine left when i'd finished and i hadn't charged it for a week before i went out so it's a completely different experience to, to the apple watch ultra but it but it is also in insofar as it's not a computer really you know it's got some smart watchy stuff on it but it's primarily a fitness an extreme fitness tracker um but it does reveal how far behind the Apple Watch Ultra is, which is massively, particularly on the battery life. Wow. So it's, it's a different category of device, isn't it? I mean, so I mean, I get, get it for, for fitness. What are, what are its health capabilities? Has it got um, blood oxygen and ECG and all that jazz? You know what? I don't know. Um, <laughs> It's got heart rate, obviously, and it tracks your sleep. Um, I don't know if it's got those. But basically, I've put it on the wrist and left it on there and not thought too much about it. I've just tracked you know, runs and stuff and the, the hiking um, because I'm not going to do the video until a bit later this month or the start of August. I just wanted to just wear it and just see what it's like as a watch. Um, I've not even looked at the spec sheet for it at all. Um, so just, just enjoying it for now. Just enjoying it for now. I don't want to get too bogged down by it. The, the only thing that I would say is that if you don't understand what all the fitness metrics mean it is a bit meaningless every morning it gives me loads of data on how unfit i am and i don't know what any of it means um the only thing that i do understand is when it's it, it gives you a um a, a, a advice on what you should do for the day so whether you should rest or you know, work out hard or whatever every day i wake up it says rest <laughs> which how accurate is that but um but yeah I mean, just very quickly, on the category, I mean, you, you say it's a different category of device, but Apple does pitch the Ultra at that category. If you look at all their marketing, it's, it's people, it's ultra runners, it's people going up mount, massive mountains, it's you know, people calling base camp and all that sort of stuff. And the Ultra just isn't cut out for that because of the battery. Mm. Simple as that. But uh, yeah, stay tuned on my further thoughts. Well done. In a similar category, you uh, you reviewed some new shocks recently. Mm. How did that yeah, come about? Did they reach out to you? They did, yeah. I don't, I don't know if you remember, I worked with them about a year ago uh, on those bone conducting yeah. uh, kind of headsets. Yeah, it was over thing. a year ago. That was one of your very early videos, the, the shocks. Was it that long ago? It didn't feel... Oh, maybe it was, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's the same thing. They just, they just got in touch. They're doing a big campaign. M most <laughs> tech YouTubers have reviewed these. Um and they're really good. Have you, have you ever had that, tried those kind of headphones? Because they're, they're not bone conducting. They, they basically sit on the edge of your, um, you know, the, the inner part of your ear, but they don't go into your ear canal. So they kind of send or pipe music into, into your ear via these little external speakers. Have you ever tried those before? No, I haven't. 
No, well, Mrs. Rob has got the bone conducty ones, which she uses for, for running. When she did uh, her half marathon recently, she was wearing those. How did she get on, by the way? I, I forget what her time was, but she was very pleased with it. Smashed Sub it. Two hours, I think. Oh, wow. That is impressive. Um, yeah, I, th I think that I'm not sure about bone conducting. For that, for that headset, it was fine because you're just listening to people talk. But for music and stuff, I've always found, that, that found them a bit strange. Whereas these are a little bit more like normal headphones or normal earbuds. Um, they don't have the same frequency response. Obviously, they're not quite as deep in terms of bass and they can't be because of physics. Um, but in terms of having a pretty decent sound and be able to hear everything, they do beat the um, Sony little mini donut things that I looked at last year as well. Uh, they're much better than those in terms of sound um, and more comfortable, I think, as well. Awesome. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else you've had. What other loops? Sorry, carry on. Uh, well, the X-Real Air. So again, oh, this is yeah. so this is, your, is this your sort of first proper 3D immersion device, isn't it? It is. First thing ever, yeah. Again, this isn't really for an audio podcast, but check me out. Literally the coolest, Mark. Oh, well, that's <laughs> it's a, it's a constant problem. Um, yeah, so yeah, this is my first experience of AR slash VR slash spatial computing which i've had a bit of stick about on the internet about calling it spatial computing but the reason i called it spatial computing is because that was in the brief from from and he said shocks then from xreal um they are referring to this as spatial computing so i'm just repeating what their marketing says um and it's pretty cool i like it i have to send these back unfortunately i don't get to keep these so i'd, I'd have to buy a pair if i was going to continue using it um but it is generally, genuinely rather, I think for $370, whatever they are, I think I'm quite impressed. If you enjoy that... I know what you can say. I imagine the, the uh, Vision Pro is going to be insane because, yeah, obviously it costs 10 times as much. It probably isn't going to be 10 times as good, but it will be enough better that I think it, you'll be quite blown away by it. I think, yeah, I think that was always going to be the case, really. I think I've always thought it's going to knock my socks off. I'd kind of hope it's 10 times better for three and a half grand. <laughs> um, I mean, in fairness, X-Real Air, for the people that don't know, these are, are a pair of basically shades that have got two displays in them. Um, and you can, you can do a number of things with them, but the, the thing they're focusing on for this, for this campaign is the integration with the Mac. So it's a piece of software called Nebula, which basically treats them as a second display. And you get to see your Mac display in front of you. You can have three different screens. You can push them further away, bring them further towards you, you know, swing in or out the, the two kind of displays to the left and right. And um, it's got head tracking and all that sort of, sort of stuff built in. And it's really good. It's, it's, I, I genuinely edited a lot of that video on them, uh, did some other work and stuff on them as well. And it's, yeah, it was, it was really impressive. Um, but that's all they do. I mean, you, know, you can watch 3D films and stuff on them and what have you. But the true sense of that spatial computing phrase that Apple is using, the way they mean it, is something completely different. You know, mm -hmm. These don't have an operating system built into them. They're tethered to your Mac, basically. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I would hope that Vision Pro is unbelievably better. Um, it's it's got to be, surely it's got to be, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, as your first artificial 3D device, how did you find, um, how, how, how did it make you feel? Like, because a lot of people who sort of put on a VR headset on it for the first time makes them feel quite ill. Yeah. Did you have any of that sort of nausea or? Not really, no. I mean, after a while, you do start to want to take them off and just get a bit of the real world um but they're not tr not they're not full vr so i think because you're not getting that full kind of immersion even with the they come with a um what they call a, a light shield that you put on front just to completely black out the the world um but even with that on it's not it's not quite like vr i don't think um so no i didn't experience any kind of nausea or or anything really and Very you found the experience of having three virtual displays that you could move around in free space, that you quite enjoyed that. Yeah, it's a bit disorienting at first. So you, at first you kind of keep looking down for your keyboard and it, it helps if you can touch type. That's one thing, definitely. Um, 
it is a little bit disorienting to begin with, but you very quickly get used to it. That, that's what surprised me. I was very quickly just working away in this little kind of virtual setup that I had, um, which was pretty impressive, really. You can just imagine on, on, on planes and things like you know, if, you, if, you, if, you're, if you're traveling on a train or something, and you've got your little 14-inch MacBook, um, whipping these out, sticking them on, you do look a bit silly. Even though they, they do look like glasses, they do look a bit strange. There's, you can tell there's something different about them. But if you don't mind that, if you're the sort of person who's not too fussed about what other people think, and uh, that, that, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's almost worth a punt given the price, I think. Oh, yeah, what, what do they go for? I think it's 379 US, um, which mm. is pretty good, is that, I think, really. How, how many of your YouTuber pals have some? I know Patrick's got some. Patrick's got some. Um, has Alex got some? don't think Alex has, no, no. Uh, I think that's it. I think Jason uh, Lewis did something. I, I don't think it was these ones. He, he had another pair, I think. There's a few of these knocking about. There's a few of these brands who have come out of the woodwork since um, yeah, the Vision Pro announcement. Well, I guess that's what you would expect. So I mean, you're, have you got a very, very low prescription in your glasses? Yeah, very low. Yeah, Because uh, I, I would have to, it would be a lot more expensive for me because I'm practically blind by stupid mole eyes. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the prescription lenses are, but, but that, I think they're quite expensive. Yeah, because they come with a little kind of frame that you can take to your, to your opticians. I don't know if you can take that to every opticians. I don't know if it's a certain type of optician or, you know, X-Real approved optician that you have to go to. But they do have this thing that you can have fitted with your own uh, prescription. Uh, but uh, for me, it's it's okay. My, my, mine's not too bad. Mm. Yeah, I'll hold fire on that for me, I think. <laughs> I don't um, blame you. Oh, the um, Xperia. Hmm. Have you have you played with that much? Have you seen the video? Because I know that you, you made some predictions, didn't you? I did watch the video, and I've I've forgotten which of what my <laughs> predictions were and how many of them were right. Let's try and remember. So I think one of them was that the battery life was terrible. I didn't say that it would be terrible. I said that didn't it you? wouldn't be as good as some other devices. Okay. Was I, I wrong about that? Yeah, I think you were. I think it was really. I think I was genuinely surprised by it. Um, but really good battery life. Uh, the other thing you said was, oh, it was about the photos, wasn't it? I think you said something like, um, you know, amazing raw photo capability, which it does have. It's genuinely very good raw images. Um, but I think you, you then said, but compare that with the point and shoot capabilities, which wouldn't be quite as good. And again, I mean, it's subjective, but I, I think they're good. I, I like the the straight out of camera stuff on it as well. I think it does quite a good job. It's my taste, really. Did, did, you, did, you uh, did you manage to make it overheat whilst taking video? No, I didn't. Um, but I didn't do a proper stress test. I didn't leave it recording for 10, 20 minutes. I was, I was doing B-roll stuff and a bit of A-roll here and there. So it was kind of short, sharp batches of filming. But I was filming consistently throughout the day, and it was a very hot day, and never died on me at all. Um, I think if, if, perhaps if you're going to use it as a... You know, like I say, 10, 15 minute uh, you know, video cam, then that might introduce problems. Who knows? But you know me, Robert, I don't do those kind of deep dive tests. Yeah. And how's the, the video quality, in your opinion? Good. The I think the stabilization's a bit weird. This is the thing where we've talked about this before, haven't we, with the, with the iPhone, which still remains the best. I think the best, I think you probably agree, um, video shooter on the market for, for smartphones. Although the Honor 90 comes very close, which we can probably talk about in a minute. Um, but the Xperia, it, decent image quality, but weird stabilisation, which, which does spoil it because it looks odd. It looks unnatural, jerks around a little bit, which is it, it's a shame really because everything else was okay. But Apple seems to have nailed that, don't they? Hmm. Did did you? How quickly did you get used to the? So it's got a four K top to bottom. If you're holding it in landscape, it's a four K. And what's the aspect ratio? Like twenty one by nine silly. or something. Six, very it's, strange. It's something like this. Is it sixteen ten or something like that? I got that is, right. it, is that what it is? I don't it's know. Bit, it's, 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 it's odd though. It's different. But it's very know, long. How how jarring is that to use? It's a bit long. It's a bit, bit, uh, bit on the long side for me, but it's 
apart from that, I mean, it's a very nice display, but it's you don't look at it and think, you know, you know, if you look at the S twenty three Ultra, which has got a, a beautiful display, I think that's that jumps off the screen again. The Honor ninety does as well, I think. Um, it didn't really do that on the Xperia. With hindsight, it was just a very a nice display. You know, you get you're getting quite a bit for your money, but it's not like knock your socks off for some reason, and it is a bit too long, like I say as well. Mm. Now, how did you get on with their? Uh... <laughs> their apps their photo <laughs> app and their uh, camera app the video oh, app. god the photo one's fine i could, I could get my head around that the, the funniest one i think i mentioned this last time was this um cinema cinema pro i think it's called which gives you like proper cinema like luts and things and it's everything's manual you can't set anything to automatic at all um i, I did a little bit of footage with that in, in the video and uh, I think I set it as the Venice profile, which is, again, for people that aren't aware, is like a proper cinema camera. Um, I just don't know who would use that. What, why would you use that on that phone? I've had one person comment on that video saying I bought it specifically for that mode, for that app, basically. I didn't press them on why why that was the case. But uh, it's it's crazy, isn't it? It is, but I'm glad they're still doing it. I'm glad they're persevering. Oh. It's a very, very niche, but I'm... I like it. I just love Sony. I mean, I don't know if, this is slightly off on a, on a tangent, but I don't, I don't know if you've noticed how many cameras they've launched this year. Quite Every a lot. Every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just goes on and on and on. There's another one t- t- two days ago. Um, <laughs> the update to the, is it the, the A6600 or whatever it is. Um, and each one sounds very similar. So the, 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 the kind of the build up to it, the, the, the last three cameras they've launched have all been about portability and vlogging and, you know, on the creating on the go. And they're all different cameras slightly, but they're all actually a, another camera rebodied. Uh, but again, a bit like this phone, I don't care. I, I just love them for constantly pumping out all these products. You just think, who's buying them all? Where, where, where are they all going? <laughs> <laughs> Um, On the subject of buying things, did you get involved with Prime Day this year? Prime Day has just been and gone. Completely missed it um, because I was coming back from the Lake District. And then last night I looked at my phone. It was about nine o'clock and I thought, oh, Prime Day. I wonder if if it's worth buying anything. Um, Got distracted by something else and then totally forgot about it. Went to bed, woke up and then realised I've bought nothing for the first time in quite a few years. Um, What about you though, Rob? Because from the looks of... I don't know anything about this, by the way, but it just says on on the outline... Prime Day got me. I hate myself. <laughs> so I think it's over to you for this one. This is no good for, uh, oh. for listeners. Oh, have you done it? You have. I've only gone and bloody done it, haven't I? Yeah, Are they mine? Was... Did, did you nick mine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my that's my Porsche. You were uh, you, you scratched it actually. I'll be sending you a bill. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no um i i find i caved i caved i've got the airpods pro 2 i told you and uh yeah I'm, I'm very disappointed in myself but they are fantastic aren't they they are they're amazing aren't they i really miss mine oh yeah i um, suppose it's going to rub it in a bit isn't it sorry yeah, i'm just going to go on about all the things that i love about them i can't That's really complain rob i've got eight thousand <laughs> headphones in it <laughs> Most of which I've not had to buy, so I've got no complaining to do. Um, so, w- what was the price? What did you get them for? Uh, two hundred nine pounds. Nice, which is the cheapest price. I've ever seen them. It's not a, you know, crazy deal, but it was it was enough to make me go, oh, all right, go on then. Admittedly, it was three in the morning because I'd been woken up for the second time by one of the small <laughs> humans that is trying to destroy me. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no. As, as, the, as soon as I got it out of the box, the first thing I did was I didn't have time to sit and listen and, and stuff. It came during the day; I was busy. So the first thing I did was I put it on to charge on yep. the MagSafe charger, and that made me happy straight away. <laughs> um, and then you know later on, I uh, I tried them on, I had a listen, and was immediately impressed with how much better they sound. I wasn't expecting them to sound as good as they do, um, and I also wasn't prepared for the degree to which the ANC just cancels everything. So yeah. I've got a I've got a Dyson Cool Me fan, which as far as fans go is allegedly quite quiet, but if I had it on about 50%, sitting right next to it, the ANC it deletes it completely, it's gone. It's unbelievable how much better it is, isn't it? You see why I was so enamoured by them. So 
so yeah so on the one hand i'm i'm, I'm appalled that i cave because <laughs> i was adamant that i wasn't going to do it on the other hand they're they're, they're brilliant so I, i'm actually quite happy good I'm, I'm glad you've got yourself a pair of airpods pro too i'm waiting for the next generation now i think you might be waiting a while what's the mean time between airpods pro releases well apparently that the rumors are that they're going to be exactly the same airpods but the case is going to have USB-C charging that's going to be the the update come come iphone time later this year apparently that's a, that's a non-issue because of uh because of the fact that it's got the mag safe yeah but it makes me happy and it means oh. i can buy another pair and get USB-C, which will just be true that'll be a good day that'll be a really good day um so. Good. I'm, I'm glad you've you've done that. It's, I think you've, you've done the right thing. <laughs> yeah. Something else on here. Beeper. What what was this? You bought, um, you've bought a yeah. beeper. I haven't bought a beeper. No. <laughs> Are you uh, you're not familiar with the beepers? No, I'm not familiar with anything, Rob. This this podcast is you teaching me about tech. That's how we. Work. All right. Okay. Hang on. So I probably should put a link in there so that you could be uh, for forewarned prepared so beeper is uh it's an app it's been around for a while this is not this is not new at all oh to i know this really paying attention but it, it it consolidates all of your various instant messages into one app in fact not just instant messages so it, it it pulls in um certainly all your direct messages from you know your, your instagrams and your twitters and all that sort of stuff but it also pulls in your whatsapp your, your slacks and your discords your facebook messengers um but crucially iMessage. Ooh. So it's got a de- nice. it's got desktop apps, it's got uh, iPhone app, it's got an Android app, and it yeah, it essentially means that you can get full iMessage, well not full iMessage, but at least some iMessage capability on a phone other than an iPhone. Now, it is quite difficult to get on the list. Uh, so I applied 323 days prior to when i was allowed on so you know best part of wow year. are you on um, it now are you so i'm on it now and i, I it, is, it is brilliant i mean the desktop app is electron and i generally have a no electron rule but it's actually so useful having all of your chats consolidated in one app i'm letting it slide for now i'm um signing up as we talk as we speak i used something like this ages ago um i can't think what, there's another ver- there's another app like this which wasn't great to be fair uh, oh, was that the one that Ali Ali used to use? I forget what that was. He had Possibly, a sim. He was using one that wasn't Beeper. And I forget what it was, but yeah, yeah, I can't think what it, was, what it was called. I mean, that says it all. I can't, I can't remember it. But it was, um, yeah, the idea was there, but it was just poorly executed. But this no, looks really good. It, no, this one actually works. Yeah, it's quite good. So, uh, well, up. I mean, with your clout, I imagine if you uh, reach out to them, you say my clout, Rob. We've now only got four people that have joined from Twitter. Four, four people have joined from Twitter. Two of them. No, sorry. In fact, no, we've just, we've just got four people in total. So probably none of them are from Twitter. They're all from the Discord oh. server. So in terms of my clout, it's not particularly impressive. But um, I'm definitely signing up to this. Oh, so we'll Jacob, put a link Jacob, in. Jacob's in the house. Oh, oh there you go. Sorry, yeah. see you pop on. Hello. Um, yeah, no, you, you could get your, get your agent to go and talk to them. I'm sure they'd bump you up the list, get you on the list. I've signed up anyway. We'll see what happens. Um, that looks really good. It is good. It is good. I mean, it does mean giving them your iCloud credentials, which I'm a bit iffy mm. about because they are they've got some server side stuff going on where they're uh, doing some naughty stuff to to get okay. your get your iMessages and then forward them on to the app. But um, my understanding is there is a self host option, so you could uh, roll your own if you wanted to. But okay. who's got time for that? No one, but well, some people, I suppose. But um, well, yeah, I'll look into that. But that, that's nice. We'll put a link in the show notes to that because that's something that a lot of people will be interested. In. Why is it invite only? Is it in beta? Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not fully fledged yet, but okay. uh, it's it's pretty good. It works. Nice. I like it. I like their website as well. Yeah, so it's all. It's very polished. I could do that scrolling thing at the top all day. Yeah, no, they, 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 I think they know what they're doing. Nice. So yeah, so it's it's free. It's free at the moment, but it will become okay. there will be a subscription when it's fully, when you know when it's feature complete. I'd pay for that now. I mean, that's something from from my perspective. You can imagine the number of incoming like DMs and things I get on Instagram and Twitter and now Threads. I'm on Threads now, Rob. I, I joined. Um, oh yeah. 
Yeah, that's your fault. Um, but you can imagine <laughs> all of that incoming stuff that I have. Uh, this would be an absolute no-brainer to pay for. So I hope it. I hope it comes out fully soon. Fingers crossed. Um, any other updates from your side, Rob? What, what else has been happening? What, what else have I missed on the Discord server? Because I feel like I've I've been doing quite a bit of travelling and all, there's lots of things. Annoyingly, and I know I sound like a idiot talk, saying this all the time, but the things I can't talk about that are happening now, um, which I can talk about very soon, which is exciting, but um, that's taken me away from lots of other stuff, including keeping up with what's going on on the Discord server. Yeah, no, well, we've mostly just been complaining about how neglected we feel because you just don't come on anymore. Yeah, have you removed me from it? <laughs> yeah, you're banned now. It's ours. It's that our server now. That all makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no other news. But uh, should we talk about the Nothing phone? Let's let's go straight to the Nothing phone. I know there's some iOS stuff here. We'll, come, we'll, we'll finish on that. But um, let's talk about the Nothing phone because that is it's very... Um, newsworthy isn't it um, yeah I, I don't know how how interesting the the um the apple stuff is i was just just skim through that because i so it's, it's just a psa and i'm sure anyone that, that's interested in apple probably knows this already but the public betas are out now so if you haven't got involved with the developer betas which you know is i'm generally not getting involved with those because they're just a little bit too a little bit too risky but the public beta is normally not too bad so um yeah so sonoma ios 17 watch os 10 ipad os 17 i don't know about the tvos i imagine that's probably out as well but i haven't checked that but yeah i was i was showing off the snoopy watch face earlier so i'm, I'm running i the the watch os 10 at the moment i've got the ios 17 I only did it earlier today, but immediately the two things that I've noticed is one, swipe to reply in iMessage is a godsend. Why Why wasn't okay. that a thing until now? Um, and uh, they weren't joking about the autocorrect. It does feel, it genuinely feels more accurate. It just, does, it just seems to get it right. It hasn't annoyed me so far. Nice. So that's good. I can't try out Sonoma yet because... For, for those who aren't aware I, I use audio I use Rogue Amoeba's audio hijack to record the audio my heart my end of the audio for the podcast and it's not compatible with Sonoma so I can't I can't play with that yet I guess I could put it on my MacBook but I don't know I haven't got involved with that yet and obviously I can't play with iPad OS either because I haven't got an iPad but are, are you tempted to stick the beaters on one of your because um, it's not like you haven't got any spare devices is it <laughs> possibly yeah I think I, I probably will I think I might try out iOS, possibly, um, and iPadOS as well. Not sure about watchOS. I don't really want to put that on, on the on the um, Apple Watch Ultra. I'd rather leave that as it is, really. But um, and Sonoma, I've got plenty of Macs, haven't I, to try it out on? I suppose. Um, I, but then part of me just thinks, do I wait until the release? There's not a huge benefit to me for me doing it, and because it's so busy at the minute, I, I can't d- devote too much time to it. Um, so I don't know. Maybe you're not not haven't got any content around it planned. Not too not much really. other stuff. It doesn't yeah. tend to perform very well that content unless it's, unless that's what you do. If you're the beta person, then great. But um, I never have been, so it's not. I don't know if it's worth my time. Really, I think I might I might wait until the the release possibly. Yeah. Oh, well, the other thing that I did straight away was uh, the um, the the widgets that you can interact with. So you know, oh, like yeah. normally, normally if you've got a widget, you tap on it and it goes into the app. Hmm. Well, now they don't necessarily have to go into the app. So I've I've got a bunch of smart home controls and stuff that I can just turn nice. stuff on and off straight from the straight from the home screen. So that's quite good. So, yeah, so far, I'd say in the like six hours I've had it, it all seems fine. So yeah, I can't speak for battery life or that sort of stuff, but nothing's broken so far. And uh, the things that I've seen are enjoyable i think public betas are getting much better aren't they i think the only problem with it is that one you can have one update that completely kills it or kills your battery life for for a couple of weeks that's that's i think i had i had a bit of an issue from memory the last time i did it a couple of years ago with the i think it was the iphone 13 uh, mini there was one update that completely killed it and uh caused issues which put me off completely but i think things are getting better aren't they with the public stuff uh well so doc i 
who's been on the podcast before, regular on the Discord, he's been running all the betas, and yeah, for a long time the battery life did take a hit, but apparently these mm. the public betas, that's much improved. Nice. So yeah, anyway, nice. it's the PSA, if you didn't know, the public betas are out, if you fancy giving them a go, they seem all right to me. Good stuff. Well, I think the right. more exciting thing, the sort of Apple news is mm. that is the iCloud passwords extension. Yep. So you can now, and so this has been available on Windows if you wanted to use your i your keychain passwords for autofill in Chrome, or you know Chrome based browsers, so Edge and stuff that that's been available on Windows for a while, but in Sonoma, or you know Mac users have not been able to autofill from keychain in Chrome based browsers until now but it's now available in sonoma so that's quite interesting nice and that's also the subject of passwords the um i haven't done it yet but it looks quite interesting is the ability to share passwords or you know pass keys with trusted contacts so i could share a bunch of stuff with mrs rob or whatever and uh not have to give one password any money in order to do that or you know not 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 give those give her those passwords in an insecure fashion but also the, the benefit is is that if you as the you know the master owner of that password if you update those credentials in the future it automatically propagates to people that you've shared it with so you don't have to keep doing nice. it every time you change your password and stuff so oh, that's, that's really smart good. yeah very nice um and then there's tap to pay that was just announced today did you see that no but that's but, the iphone to iphone stuff yeah, so your your physical in person iPhone to iPhone secure payments that is uh, that's available in the UK now apparently. That's taken ages to get here, hasn't it? That that was like was that two years ago that it's was launched. I forget, but a long time, yeah. Wasn't it? Well, anyway, good news though we've got it. If that's uh, something you've wished you you could do previously, it's good news. I don't know what the costs are involved, but I know we we have a lot of um, markets in Leamington. Like every week, there's a, there's a, new, a new market going on, um, but they've all got. Um, I don't know if it's not Stripe. What's the other one? A Square. I think the, the Square payments, you know, the little uh, chip and pin terminals. This, depending on the on the fees, obviously, from, from, the, from the banks, this could be a much better much better alternative, couldn't it? Much yeah. more convenient. I like it. So, yeah, so finally, right, yeah, so nothing phone. That's the big news. Yeah. It? That's the big thing that's happened this that's, week. So, yeah, yeah what, 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 what do you know about it? What do you think? Um, it's going the way of OnePlus, isn't it, surely? Carl's doing his, his same old trick, only a, a, a bit, a bit, a bit of a faster rate of knots because the, the hundred and eighty quid is it hundred and eighty quid the price difference between the the one and the two? Yes, that's significantly more than the I think from mem- from the research I did earlier this week, um, going right back to was it two thousand and fourteen with the first one plus. I think the, the the price jumps for those phones were less. I think. So they really have booted the price up quite significantly, um, and when you dig into that, the new one, the, the, the Nothing Phone Two, it's not that different, is it? Really, it's got it's got a much better processor, much better chip. Fair enough. The cameras aren't that different, are they? On paper, no. Well, I mean, it's still only got two of them for a start. Yeah. The, uh, the ultra wide. Well, no, the ultra wide is the same. So the, the, the ultra wide yeah. is the. Samsung sensor. It's the Sony one. It's got a slightly newer sensor. So I think the, the Nothing Phone one had an IMX seven six six. The new one's got an <coughs> IMX eight ninety. Um, Good memory there. Which well, which was been previously seen in the <coughs> what was it seen in one plus eleven? Okay. Did you ever have you had one of those? No, I haven't actually. To be fair, no. Uh, I mean, yeah, it takes okay photos. Um. But yeah, so the the original came out. It was three hundred and ninety nine pounds. It was it was a no brainer. Yep, complete no brainer. Brilliant the, phone. The new one, like you say, yeah, it's better in every way. Like you say, it's got a the Snapdragon eight plus Gen one versus the Snapdragon seven, whatever it was in the last one. Better camera sensor on the primary camera. The display's a bit bigger at 6.7 inches versus 6.55 inches. It's a bit brighter, 1600 nits peak brightness or 1000 nits regular. And that's, so that's up from 1200 peak for HDR content and 500 nits in regular use. Not that I had any issues with how bright the old one got, but no. yeah, the new one gets twice as bright apparently. It's a little bit heavier. 
So it's 201 yep. grams, whereas the Nothing Phone one was 193 and a half grams. And one of the things that was really enjoyable about the Nothing Phone is how much lighter it was than an S23 Ultra or an iPhone Pro Max. So I'll be interested to see how that feels in the hand. It's a slightly bigger battery, 4,700 milliamp hours versus 4,500 milliamp hours. Slightly faster wired charging at 45 watts versus 33 watts. It's still got like 15 watts wireless charging and the cool um, 5 watt reverse wireless charging, which it just, I don't know why that amuses me. And I, you know, it, it just, it's, it's, it shouldn't make me as happy as it does, but it, it does. And the, the glyphs on the back are a bit, um, they're a bit brighter and they're slightly whiter in terms of the white balance there's more but, zones aren't there there's like 32 oh, there's, there's, zones yeah, or something there's more yeah and they're individually addressable so but so yeah it's it, it's it's an s release isn't it i said nothing it's yeah. a nothing phone s yeah i think what bothers me about it is it, it's riding now on marketing because before like you said and i, I completely agree it was a no-brainer of a phone uh, but weirdly that wasn't what people were expecting of it it was all about the, you know, the flashing lights and the fact that the the ceo came from oneplus and all this stuff whereas now it it really is about the price and the marketing is battling against that really um and I, I wrote about this a couple of days ago and I, I love what nothing do with their marketing i think they're really smart they're really kind of it's like guerrilla marketing and really scrappy and it's just really clever stuff um What's interesting, though, is that they, I, I, I obviously keep an eye on review numbers in terms of view numbers and things like that. And I don't know if you were aware, but, um, you know, Asbit, you know, um, the guy that I met. Adam. In Paris, yeah, Adam, um, last year. Uh, he interviewed Carl Pay. Did you, did you see that? I did see that, yeah. Great interview. Um, he published, so Asbit published his... I'm sure he doesn't listen to this. I'm not. I'm not about to badmouth him at all. He's a great guy, um, but he he published his review of it um, of the phone today, four hours ago, and it's done 1.7k views. Um, and yeah, you look surprised. I don't. He's got about a million subscribers, hasn't he? He's got 762,000 subscribers, um, and his big phone reviews do really well. You know, you're talking 80, 90k, perhaps more. Um, so he's a he's a serious noise on on YouTube clearly because Carl spoke to him. Um, but that, to me, suggests there's not a huge amount of interest in this phone, or it's waning potentially, or people just don't know anything about it really. Um, I found that really interesting for the, a YouTuber of his size who's had dealings with with nothing and started this narrative of talking to them and doing all the rest of it. hasn't. I, I would guess that's a 10 out of 10 in his YouTube studio. Adam, if you're listening to it, I'm sure you're not, but if you are listening to this, I'm not, you know what it's like. Um, but I just find that really interesting. It's no reflection on him as a YouTuber. It's just a reflection on the product, I think. Um, and I've got one coming, and I've, I'm a tenth the size of Adam. Um, and, you know, literally. I look at that, and, yeah, literally. I, 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 I look at that, that performance and think, what on earth is going to happen when I review this late? You know, I, I, I won't get it until next week, potentially, and I've got to try and find somewhere to fit the review in. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, I think they're on a knife edge, personally. Uh, let me call them OnePlus then, uh, nothing. No, I think they're going to sell loads of them because they're available in the US now and they weren't before. And so lots of people who were, would have been point. interested in or were interested in the Nothing Phone one will probably get one. And it's a bit cheaper over there. Is it? So I do wonder if the massive, the £180 price hike in other regions is to subsidise a slightly cheaper rate to their bigger new market Interesting. Being, being the US. So it's $599 in the, UK, in the, in the US. Okay, interesting. And yeah, 579 hmm. quid here. But yeah, it's, it's too expensive, isn't it? So I think yeah. you... I, I made a comment on the Discord, which you quoted in your article about this device, which is that it's... It's the price of a whole Pixel 6a, if you shop around, more expensive than the old one. Yeah. Which says it all, doesn't it? So, yeah, I mean, if you, if you, if you keep your eyes peeled from time to time, you, will be, you can get a Pixel 6a for less than 200 quid. Um, and then you've got things like 
the Honor 90 that you just reviewed the other week, that's 450 quid and that's a spectacular device. It's not like, it's a bit samey though, isn't it? So, you know, I don't think it would appeal necessarily to the same audience as people, prospective purchasers of a of a nothing phone because I think the main reason you would get that one is is to be different, to have something that no one else has, to yeah. be, you know, that guy down the pub with the wacky phone. But, I mean, if you if, if that interested you, well, then you've got things like the Zenfone 10, which, I mean, is a very different kind of device because mm. it's very small. But that has packed, that's got everything packed into it. That's a flagship phone in a tiny dimensions. And that in itself is interesting. Yep. And, you know, I think at launch, they're quite a bit more expensive. They're like 700 quid. But, again, if you just wait a little bit, you shop around, you'll be able to get it for closer to what nothing you're expecting you to pay for a phone too. But it gets worse, right? So those are new phones. So you compare it against the the alternative new phones, your Zenfone 10, your Honor 90. It's it's a hard sell. It gets even worse when you start looking at slightly older phones, like the Pixel 7 Pro, which again, if you shop around, you can get for 650 quid or less. And that, it can't compete with, that, with the no, Pixel 7 no. Pro. It's not even going to no. come close, is it? So, or, you know, I think you would get a better value with a 7a because they're about you can pick them up for about 300 quid can't you so yeah. i guess yeah if you're concerned about the cameras and again you haven't got one i haven't got one i don't know how the cameras are but we know what sensor it's got and we know what other phones have used that sensor so we can get an idea and in actual fact there's lots and lots carl carl pay actually tweeted invited people who had early rever- early review units to post photos that they're taken way before launch so if you do if you search for pick, uh, nothing phone to sample photos or whatever into the twitters there there's there's plenty to choose from and they look nice they're nice they're right but yeah i don't think it's gonna be able to i don't think it's gonna nail it with the sort of reliability that a pixel phone would um and then if you buy a pixel phone you get a bunch of other benefits don't you all the the pixel nice to haves the like the call screening and the um you know the the menu navigation feature and it's just oh, well, a better device as well. It's, it's a premium device than the, the 7 Pro. Yeah, well, and they're competing with themselves, right? So <laughs> on Prime Day, you could get a nothing phone one for £289. <laughs> and that's that's almost half what they're asking for. The day. And it's not going to be twice as good, is it? Um, no. And that's kind of the problem, is it? The phone one was so good. They, this is very much a case of the difficult second album. I'm just going to say that, yeah. Yep. I don't think it adds <sighs> up. No, I mean I've still pre-ordered one though. I have you, and I'm quite excited about it because I, I, I have because it's my job. I, I, I have to, but yeah. Well, no, I, I, I enjoyed the first one so much. I just want to. I want to. I, on paper, I think it's a crap deal. I'm gonna, mm. but I'm quite looking forward to getting it in my hands and seeing what the experience is like. Right, because that was the thing about the Nothing Phone one is it was cheap and my expectations were low and it blew me out of the water. This time my expectations are high and it's expensive and i want to see the, the you know how i feel about it when i get in does that extra money deliver that sort of that feeling that the last one gave me you know do you see what i mean hmm. i think it has to i think it's it's you know it's getting real now for for carl isn't it it's and this was inevitable at some stage they were going to have to do this i'm surprised they've done it quite as much and quite so quickly with the nothing phone too but yeah, they've made that decision. I'm sure they know what they're doing. The problem is those are, those are the phones that you've just mentioned, particularly that Honor 90, which really surprised me how good that was. Um, if I didn't have so many other phones going on, I'd still be using that now. But it's, yeah, beautiful screen. Camera was great. The video capabilities were pretty much on an iPhone level, I think. And it's 449 quid. Just nuts. I don't think you can beat that. What it hasn't got is cool marketing and this kind of cult status and flashing lights on the back of it. But I just wonder how long all that stuff can carry the nothing brand, really. I don't know. Um, We'll see. You you might be right about the US US market. I'd I'd forgotten about that. The US market is massive for them. And they've got Casey Neistat, you know, putting Carl on a roller coaster and... (laughs) Yeah. Should note as well, he is an investor in nothing as well, which does you know makes has an impact on that. But um, but again, all that stuff goes to to creating this thing about nothing, doesn't it? So I've got so I had all of these thoughts right about how 
in the market in which it's competing, it, do, it doesn't seem to stack up. It's a hard sell. I don't know whether or not they can really make any impact here, at least. I'm absolutely certain they will sell shed loads of them in the States because that will be the first time most people would have been able to easily get hold of them if they're not a YouTube reviewer. And it will work. That was the other thing. And so the reason you couldn't get it there is because it wouldn't work mm. on their networks. So... I think that might be the wrong way to look at it. I don't think that that's not the audience Carl's after, is it? Because if you look at the design of the Nothing Phone, it it's very it's a bit iPhoney, isn't it? It's very mm. iPhone, not even subtle how iPhoney it is. I think they're going for people who are bored with the iPhone. So I think the the, the comparison that you need to make, or perhaps people might like to consider, is. £579 for a Nothing Phone 2 or £849 for an iPhone 14. And that's a much more interesting comparison because the iPhone 14's only got a 60 hertz display instead of a 120 hertz LTPO. It probably probably doesn't feel as nice, I think. I don't know. Do you see where I'm going with this? Totally. And the problem I had, when I, when I wrote my article, I, I, I was looking at which iPhone to compare it against. And all, all I was doing was looking at the price. And based on the price, it falls smack bang in the middle of the iPhone 12 and 13, which Apple still sells on their website. You can still buy both those phones on apple.com. Um, so if you're looking at it purely on price, it slots somewhere in between them. But like you say, that's not a market to go after because that's you know, how many people buy iPhone 12s and 13s. As you say, it's far more likely he's thinking ahead and thinking people who have bought the 14 or bought the 13 possibly and they're two years or a year out of an upgrade, um, bored of the iPhone. That's the market, isn't it? And that's a very big market, huge market. You know, the, the, the non-pro iPhone is just massive, isn't it? Um, so, but can it really steal a big march on that? Well, it remains to be seen, but certainly I think I when we were talking about the Nothing Phone 1 last year, I think I described it as the Android iPhone. Well, it was. It, I mean, it's more like a Pro Max. It was pretty much the exact yeah. same size as the, um, the 13 Pro Max, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I suppose they only need a, a few percentage points, don't they, of that market to to significantly lift up their sales. Because didn't he say that they've, they've shipped nearly 2 million units today, haven't they? Yeah which is quite impressive given that, that most of that is going to be in the UK, isn't it, and um, not in America. So, Well, it, well yeah. India. I imagine India, most of it's in India. So that's a huge market also. But, um, we will yeah, see. Yeah, so, anyway, so, so it's, it's, about the, it's about the experience, and the, the Nothing Phone 1 did deliver a really nice experience from, from the moment you unboxed it to turning it on to mm. just using it. It... There was there's something about it, and I think I mean, in all their marketing spiel, they're taking a very Apple, um, you know, sort of angle of where we've really focus on the software and the hardware, making it all work together, and they did. I mean, they even in the short time I had it before Dad blagged it, they'd rolled out several updates, and I think you know since it's been out, it's had sort of nine major updates to Nothing mm. OS, and the Nothing Phone One. We'll be getting nothing OS 2 in August. Yeah. That's been confirmed. Nice. Carl has yep. tweeted that. So, so yeah, so I'm quite looking forward to seeing it. So, yeah, I, I should, that should be turning up on the 17th, I think. Do you know what? There was the, um, the event in London in Covent Garden this evening hmm. at the yep. time of recording. So this is Thursday. We could have gone, couldn't we? Why didn't we, we could have go? gone. Well, you, you, you weren't up for it. No, I'd barely <laughs> walk after this week, to be fair. <laughs> next time whatever he does for the nothing phone three we'll do we'll do live yeah yeah well i think we're coming towards the end aren't we of of, of the show nothing nothing else um <laughs> eight sleep just quickly what let's finish on that what, what's what's eight sleep you've never heard of the eight sleep so this cropped up in you know mkbhd from time to time just does a video of cool, random cool, cool texting cool stuff yeah. yeah so this is this is <laughs> this allows you to water cool your bed <laughs> okay so, so it's a mattress topper it's got uh oh, some right. tubes in it uh, and a, a a unit that you stash somewhere else near the bed it's about the size of a sort of small desktop pc that's i assume has got a compressor in it and that sort of stuff um but it's got all sorts of smart technology built into it as well um 
and it's absurdly expensive. It's about two grand, but it's really or, cool. You have a look or at 22 it. quid a month. <laughs> 22 For something that cools down your bed. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Dope, dope Tech is what that, that series is called, isn't it? Dope Tech. It, was it, was it on Dope Tech? Lot. It does look dope, which I've, I've never used that word in public, <laughs> but um, I, I agree with Marquez. It's stupidly expensive, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, it's, so it's got it's got dual zones, right? So the reason I was it sort of I was interested in it until I saw the price was that, and I'm sure this is a very common problem in, in houses up and down the land and across the globe. I would sleep in a fridge if I could. Right? I, I need it. I need things to be cool and airy. And yep. Mrs. Rob is the opposite. She likes to be lightly roasted by the time she wakes up in the morning. So. One of those would enable a you know a dual zone, like the dual zone climate control in your car, you know, but for your bed. So, what I think that would deliver for me is that cold side of the pillow feeling, but across the entire surface of the mattress. I quite like the thought of that. I don't like it enough to spend two thousand pounds on one, but I, I just wanted to bring it up because I was like, that's super cool. There's a much bigger problem though with this, okay. which is the the company name. Or is right. it the product name? Is is Eight Sleep the product name? Uh, uh, no, Eight Sleep is the company. Oh, Pod Three is the okay. Pod is yeah, the uh, Pod Cover. Pod Cover is the name of the product. You see, I see Eight Sleep, and all I can think of is Fat Boy Slim, and it's missing two other words: <laughs> Eight Sleep Rave Repeat. Why hasn't it got? Why that, they've missed a trick there for their marketing? It needs it needs rave repeat as their tagline, <laughs> which would absolutely make this product. <laughs> oh dear, um, we hadn't been off on a tangent down a weird cul-de-sac, and I've just done it right at the end. Yeah, um, yeah, I won't be getting one of them, but that, it looks pretty cool. <laughs> unless they offer to send me one, which they haven't, and they probably won't. Uh, but yeah, but I, I experienced the exact same thing as you. I think this is quite a common thing with. Uh, with partners, um, I don't know if it's a male female thing, but a lot of my mates are the same as well. They always say that I, they, as in the guy, has to be you know as cold as possible, and then your other half, your better half, obviously, um, it has to be as hot as possible before they can fall asleep. Um, it's a it's a classic battle thing, isn't it? Battle of um, I'm not sure what you call it. I'm not sure where I'm going with this really, but it, it just feels very familiar. That yeah. Oh, well, it's a problem oh, yeah. you can solve for a mere £2,000. What an absolute bargain. <laughs> On that note... <laughs> oh, it's, it's less. It's um, It's gone down. It's down to £2,345. All right. Marvellous. Bargain. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's hope some other stuff has happened. In fact, next time, hopefully, we'll both have nothing phone twos, won't we? Well, well, we'll both have nothing phone twos, and we might be talking to two other people that also have nothing phone twos. Ooh, that's a good point, yeah. yeah. I'm just confirming the dates with them. But uh, yeah, fingers crossed we should have Alex and Patrick Rambles. Um, two guests, four people in the room. That's going to be interesting. That's a first, isn't it? That could be hectic. be a nice edit for, for Richard, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's sign off. Cheers, guys. And thank you to everyone who came in. Uh, I think the, the peak was six people, I think, we had. Wow. Which was um, that's awesome. epic. Yeah. Check me out. <laughs> right. Cheers, Rob. Uh, see ya.